Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 23rd, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. Listen, I believe that God has declared some things over 2021. I believe that God has declared that this is a season of new levels for us, that there are new levels that are open for us by God's grace, that there are doors open that no man can close. There are doors closed that no man can open, that there's a, there are opportunities for us to walk in new levels, new rem, realms, new dimensions, new stages. But for us to receive what God has already provided, we have to do it by faith. God gives us everything he gives us by grace. Grace is free, unearned, unmerited, undeserved. But then we, by faith, receive what God has already provided. So our faith accesses God's grace. So if you want new levels, if you want to level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of your life in 2021, you're going to have to do it on purpose. If you want new levels, you have to be intentional. So that said, we are intentional, right? You're watching today's word because you are intentional, because you want to grow. You want to start your day with the word of God. So I told you that in this series, Progress on Purpose, I would teach you about pursuing progress intentionally in five areas, spiritually, financially, physically, internally, and then externally of those five We've covered the first three. We're dealing with the fourth one right now. So as it relates to leveling up on the inside, um, um, for number four, I told you that I would cover five things. Being anxious for nothing, receiving unshakable peace, joy and peace in believing. I love that. Number four, this is where we are right now, relaxing your mind and getting physical or psychological rest. And then number five is the highest form of faith. Uh, what is the highest form of faith? The highest form of faith is rest, entering into God's rest. So for today, I'm dealing with the fourth one, relaxing your mind and getting physical or psychological rest. The title of today's message is avoiding burnout. As a believer, it is very important for us to avoid burnout. And this is a very important message. Let, let's talk about it. So I'm going to set the stage. I like to teach by both precept and example. So I give you principles and precepts. And I give you examples. I do both. And the Bible has both. And I, I believe both are necessary. Uh, we need the principles and precepts. And then we also need examples to see how it plays out. So I'm going to start with an example. I'm going to start, start with the prophet Elijah. What I'm going to try to do today as I'm setting the stage for this is I'm going to summarize 1 Kings chapter 16 through chapter 19. So that's four chapters that I'm going to attempt to summarize real quick for you Um in a, just a few minutes. So here we go. You ready? All right. And then I'm going to give you some points. All right. So King Ahab, King Ahab was the king of Israel. He married a woman named Jezebel. She was a negative influence on him. She became, well, she was an idol worshiper. And because of his wife, he became an idol worshiper. So an Israelite king was worshiping the idols of Baal. He worshiped this false god, Baal. He even built a temple and an altar to Baal in Samaria, right? And so he was worshiping a false god. So the prophet Elijah was sent by God to denounce uh, Baal worship. And the prophet, I mean, this man was, was bold. He had confidence. He went and stood before the king. He said, listen, Mr. King, 
it's not going to rain till I say it's ra- it, it, it rains, right? It's not going to rain till I say it rains. That's it. And James, when James is talking about Elijah, James says, Elijah prayed earnestly and it did not rain for three and a half years. He prayed earnestly, the Bible says. Well, what, what he did was, this was a, he just said it. He said, listen, it's not going to rain. Now, that was a form of prayer because he was, he was in sync with God. But I'm just saying, he went and stood before the king and said, look, Mr. King, this is not right what you're doing. So as a denouncement of, of your leadership, it's not going to rain until I say it rains. And then he walked away. He walked away like it was already done because he spoke with boldness and confidence. He knew that heaven had his back. And guess what? It didn't rain for three and a half years. Now, but during this time of famine, the Lord led him away because as soon as the king realized that, hey, it's not raining because of what the prophet said, then he sent people out to go find Elijah to kill him, right? It was like he was sending search parties out to go kill the prophet. So during this time, the Lord led Elijah to a a brook. It's called the Cherith Brook. So he gets there, and when he's there, the brook is providing him water, but then he needed food. And so the Lord had ravens to deliver bread and meat to Elijah twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. So it's like the Lord had Elijah on an Uber Eats delivery plan, right? For he had a, a God set up this Uber Eats delivery plan with, uh, with ravens, and they were delivering bread and meat to him twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, every day, and he drank water from the brook. <laughs> oh, this is good stuff. The Bible is good. So anyway, he's getting these Uber Eats delivered to him. He's eating. He's resting. He's like, all right, cool. Then the brook dried up. Right. Because eventually it was a famine. So it was not raining. So then the brook dried up. And once the brook dried up and he was like, all right, Lord, what do you want me to do now? He was like, all right, go over to Zarephath. There's a widow there. I've commanded her to be a blessing to you. You're going to be a blessing to her, but she's going to be a blessing to you. And so he went and he spent some time with the widow. And, and he was blessing her. She was blessing him, all of that. Right. And and so that's a good story. I don't want to get caught up with that. So after three and a half years, after 42 months of no rain, the Lord says to Elijah, go back and I'm going to send the rain. And so go back and confront the King. So he goes back. This dude is bold. I mean, think about like these people are out to kill him and he's walking up. What's up, baby. And so he walks up. uh, He was probably from Brooklyn, but anyway, he walks up. uh, I slid that in for free. He walks up and he confronts the King. And says, listen, okay, now I'm here. Let's deal with this thing. Before the Lord restores the rain, we need to deal with the fact that you're worshiping idol gods. So let's have a showdown on Mount Carmel. Uh, So they they have this showdown on Mount Carmel. And so it's like, all right, well, I'm going to stand over here by myself with God. You guys stand over there. On the other side, there were 450 prophets of Baal and 400 more prophets that worship the goddess Asherah. So now there's 850 prophets on that side, Elijah and God on this side. But you plus God equals victory every time, right? And so it's like Elijah plus God and over there, 850 prophets, false prophets. And so they're standing over there and he's like, okay, whatever God uh, responds by fire, let that God be God. And so they start calling. He's like, you guys go first. And so they start calling uh, for, for their gods. Of course, nothing happened. And they start praying. They start dancing. They start singing. They start cutting themselves and nothing happens. Elijah, I'm telling you, Elijah's a bad boy. Elijah says, hey, hey, maybe your God is sleeping. Maybe you need to cry louder. Maybe you need to do something because, hey, wake him up. Wake him up. And so he was taunting them. He was talking smack. Of course, their God never showed up because 
there's no other God but our God. So anyway, so he's like, all right, cool. Now, let me show you. Boom. He calls for our God. That God, I don't have time to go through the whole thing when that happened with the water and all that. But that God, he called for fire. The fire came. Our God uh, responded by fire. All the prophets of Baal were killed. And then after that, he was like, all right, now it's time for rain. He prayed for rain and it rained. I, I don't have time to go through all the things that he went through with the prayer, but he prayed for rain and the rain was restored and all of that. Now, here's my point though. Queen Jezebel was furious. Jezebel was hot. She sent a messenger. She said, go tell Elijah this. Here's my message. The messenger goes, find, finds Elijah and says, sir, this is the message from the queen. All right, what's the message? The message says, dun, 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 let me read it. I swear that by this time tomorrow, you will be just as dead as those other prophets. If I don't succeed, this is the queen speaking, may the gods do the same to me or even worse. Now, Elijah just had a showdown. Elijah talked smack. Elijah did all this stuff. So, of course, Elijah should not be afraid. And the Bible says Elijah was afraid. His heart was full of fear and he ran for his life. He took a servant with him. They went to Beersheba in Judah. And then Elijah left his servant and said, listen, man, I need some time by myself. He walked a whole day into the desert. And by, now he's by himself, no servant, no nobody. He's out there by himself. He was so tired that he sat under a bush and he asked God to die. He said, Lord, I've had enough. He said, Lord, take my life. I'm no better than my ancestors. I'm talking about this is a man of God. And he was asking God to die. He was so tired. He was so frustrated that he just wanted to give up. The Bible says, then he fell asleep. He got some rest. And an angel came. An angel touched him and said, man, get up. He got up. He said, look, here's some food. The angel ministered food to him. And he was like, okay. He looked around. There was a cake. He ate the cake. There was a jar of water. He drank the water. He fell back asleep. Fell asleep again. Got some rest. Got up again. This time the angel came back. Said, get up and eat. He was like, okay. He ate. He drank water. He got some rest. He says, okay, now I need you to go on a long trip. I was like, okay, now that he's restored, all right, where do you want me to go? And he went on this trip. He traveled for 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Horeb. There he went uh, on a fast. And so there he had an encounter with God on the mountain and God walked before him just like he had with Moses. And he had this amazing encounter. He was restored. And then he went on to live the remainder of his days until he was literally caught up. Like Elijah is one of the two people in the Bible that did not die. So he didn't die. There, there came a moment, I don't have time to teach that today, where the Lord translated him from earth to glory and he never died. But he, he lived out the remainder of his days because he got some rest. So what does this mean for you today? Listen, I have four things to share with you. There's a lot in this that's really ministered to me. I pray it's going to minister to you. Four things. Rid your heart, your mind of all distractions. Lock in. Here we go. Number one, burnout can happen to anyone. One minute, Elijah was the bravest man alive, right? I mean, there was no fear. His heart was not pumping Kool-Aid. There was nothing. There was, he had no fear of anything. He was, he was standing in front of the king, standing in front of the queen, talking smack to 850 prophets. The next minute, he was running for his life. The next minute, he wanted to die. Listen, don't, don't, 
don't feel bad when, when you're attacked in your mind. We all get attacked in our minds. We all get, get attacks from Satan. But the key is returning to the Lord like he did. Fear cancels out faith. I'm going to talk about rest today, but let me just talk about fear real quick. Fear cancels out faith, just like faith, faith can cancel out fear. If, if you're in faith, but then fear comes and you allow and you <clears throat> switch your attention over to fear. Once you're in fear, you're no longer in faith. But conversely, if you're afraid of something, but then God speaks to you and you shift your attention over to faith. Once you're in faith, you're no longer in fear. You can't be in fear and in faith at the same time. But for you to avoid fear, you have to get some rest. You have to spend some time in the face of God. You have to be restored. Elijah got some rest. He sought God's face. The father restored him. And then he was able to live out the remainder of his days until he literally went on to heaven. Like he didn't die. The Lord called him up without dying, but he lived out those days because he got some rest. What, here you have one of the boldest men one of the most amazing men in scripture. So amazing that God took him to heaven without dying. And this man wanted to die. Why? Because he was burnt out. He wanted to die. Why? Because he was tired. If it happened to Elijah, it can happen to you. It can happen to me. Listen, we all need rest. Number two, rest is spiritual. When Elijah was burnt out and he wanted to die, Look at what God did to restore him. Now think about this for a minute. It wasn't like God came down from heaven. Dun, 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 let me, let me lay hands on you. Let me send an angel to minister, to lay hands on you. Let me breathe into your nostrils. Let me, no, none of that. How did God restore him? Boy, you need to get some sleep. How did God restore him? He got some sleep. He woke up. Here's a cake. Here's a jar of water. He ate. He drank. Go back to sleep. He fell asleep again. He woke up. Here's some food. Here's some water. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Now let's go on this journey. Now continue mission. Now Charlie Mike. Now you keep going. What did God do to restore him? He got some sleep. He got some rest. It wasn't some, some big supernatural thing. Listen, rest is spiritual. As a believer, you need rest. Don't underestimate the power of sleep and rest. You were not designed to go and to go and to go and to go and to go without rest. God built in a requirement for you. That requirement is rest. God built in the Sabbath rest because he knows that we as humans, we need rest. Listen, when you don't get rest, you open up your heart to Satan. Listen, when you're tired, you are very susceptible to the enemy. One minute, Elijah was fearless. The next minute, he was running like a scared coward, wanting to die, all because he needed some rest. So let's learn from Elijah and let's get some sufficient rest. Number three, when you don't get rest, you run the, list, the risk of losing your mental health because of physical and mental burnout. Now, when you're not getting rest, you're physically tired, you're mentally burnt out, you're just drained. And when you're at that point, you're susceptible. Like you can lose your mental health. Uh, I, I'm making this point because I want to highlight, especially, let me just say this for those of us that are in ministry. Look at me. If you're, if you're a five-fold ministry gift, if you're called to ministry, right? So I'm in ministry. You're, if you're called to ministry and God has called you, and this is the same for people that are leaders in corporate America and leaders in business and all that. But let me just talk about ministry real quick. If God has called you to minister to others like me, and you're constantly pouring your life out, like I get up in the morning and I get up in the morning thinking about you guys, not about me. I'm good, but I'm thinking about you guys. I'm thinking about, okay, Lord, what do you want to say? But if, if you live like that and God has called you to take your life and pour it out as an offering, 
into the lives of others. You are sacrificially pouring your life out as an offering into the lives of others. And you're pouring yourself out into others. You're pouring yourself out into others. You're pouring yourself out into others. Listen, you, you, got, you have to make time to get filled back up again. I, I, I've been there. Like your, your ministry is, is you, you pour yourself out through the Holy Spirit. And there are times where you are physically exhausted as a result of it. And you got to make time to fill yourself back up again. Elijah said, it's not going to rain until I say it rains. And it didn't rain for 42 months. Elijah called down fire from heaven and the fire fell. Uh, Elijah prayed for rain to come and the rain came. And then one little lady said, oh, I'm going to kill you. And he went running. Why? Because he was tired, because he had poured his life out, because he, he ministered to God. He was on doing ministry. He was out there for 42 months on the run, comes back, does all of this stuff. And he has all of these emotional highs. And then he needs time to be restored after calling for the rain, after doing all of this stuff. Then he was just susceptible. He was he was he was human. He was burnt out. And so I'm telling you, some people debate, and, and the same happens, listen, let's say you're a leader. The higher you go up in ministry or in corporate America or in your business, the higher you go up, then people don't come to you unless they have big problems. And so if, 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 if you only get involved when, when, the, when there's an issue, and people only come to you when there's a problem to be solved. People only come to you when there's something that, that, you know, they need the answer. And people are only coming to you when they need something. They need something. They need something. Why? Because you're a leader. That's why they say it's lonely at the top. Listen, you have to make time to rest. You have to make time to get restored. You have to spend time with God. Because if not, you're going to pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out. And then you're going to find yourself one day susceptible to the enemy. And this is where the enemy comes in and, and brings in thoughts of suicide. This is why pastors, people can debate the numbers, but a certain percentage of pastors in the United States battle depression. A certain percentage of pastors have left church, left the ministry. Sadly, some have killed themselves. They've taken their lives. Elijah was depressed. Elijah wanted to die. I mean, this is a man of God and he wanted to die and this could happen to anybody. So what did God do to restore him? He needed some sleep. He needed some rest. He needed some food. Sometimes that's all we need. Look, Isabella and I, we run hard for God, right? We're busier now than we were when we were in the military. We retired now hey, and now we're busier than we were before we retired. We're doing what we do because we believe that God wants us to do it. But that doesn't mean that we don't need rest. Listen, sometimes you're doing what you believe that God has called you to do. And sometimes you're doing stuff in the name of God and you wind up getting burnt out. You have to know when you need time. Sometimes you need a few hours. Sometimes you need a few days, but you got to get away sometimes from everybody and just get some rest so the Lord can restore you. Number four, and finally, last thing for today, we all run the risk of being burnt out. We all don't act like you're Superman, Superwoman. You don't, you don't need rest. You need it. Look at me. You need rest. So people don't get burnt out from God. What they do is they get burnt out from doing things without getting rest. And sometimes people get burnt out from doing the things of God. Like this is why it's dangerous even for people in ministry. Because if you work at the church or if you're always doing something for God, you think, well, I can't get burnt out doing it because I'm doing it for God. No, you can get burnt out doing things for God. You're doing stuff in the name of God, but you're not being led of the Holy Spirit in how you do it. So, so listen, you can get burnt out doing things in the name of God. You need internal revival. You need internal restoration, renewal. You need rest. And then let me just say this because the whole thing that happened with, uh, with Jezebel, not everyone who is with you is for you. 
So even as a man of God, as a woman of God, listen, you're going to be under attack. There will be attacks that come sometimes from people that are close to you, but the father is going to bless you to keep going as long as you keep your relationship with the father, but you do need rest though. You need rest to be able to deal with people and pressures and all the stuff that you have going on. I know I need it. There's so many things going on in my life that like, you know, I have to compartmentalize. And then there's times where we just, Isabella and I have to get away from everyone and everybody, which is coming actually later this week. And, and we, this is not a time for y'all, for nobody. This is just a time for us to just chill and get rest. As a believer, you need that. As a closing note, let me just say this. If you're battling, look at me. If you're battling depression this morning, talk to somebody. Please talk. I don't want you to quit. I don't want you to be susceptible to thoughts of suicide. I want you to keep going. I pray even now that the Holy Ghost would minister restoration in your soul and in your mind. Make sure you get some rest. Go fast. Go pray. Turn down the plate. Do whatever you have to do to get restored, but do not allow yourself to get burnt out. If you need help, email me, rick at rickpina.org. Give me a phone number. I'll call you. I will pray with you. But listen, call somebody, text somebody, tell somebody if you're struggling with thoughts of depression or suicide, whatever it is, you need rest. Rest is spiritual. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. You ready? Declare this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I thank you for calling me to my divine purpose. I'm dedicated to it. I will arrive at your overall expected end for my life. I will complete my assignment before I die. I will pour out my life as an offering to you and to your people, Father. But I refuse to get burnt out. I get sleep and rest. I fast and pray. I spend time in your presence. I take necessary breaks. I cast my care upon you. I allow myself the time to get restored, renewed, revived, and regenerated. Fear, doubt, and unbelief have no power over me. I get rest, so I will never give up. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. You want my notes? All the notes from today, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day, determine that you are going to make time to get some rest, that you're going to make time to make sure that you, you are mentally healthy, that you're physically and psychologically restored and renewed and revived and at peace. You need rest. You were not designed to just run, 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 run with no rest. Do me a favor. Two things. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat. If this message has been a blessing to you, I go back and read every comment. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.